All right, it's your boy Mixed Master B here live from the MNB Radio Studios for the MNB Radio Podcast where no topic is too big or too small. We talk about them all, and right now I am so geek boy mode right now. I am totally in love with our guest that we have on the phone lines right now. She is a AVN Hall of Famer, an all-around cool chick, a Oklahoma City Thunder and an OU Sooners fan, a Boomer Sooner herself. We want to welcome into the phone lines right now the one and only Miss Jesse Jan, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, like I said, I'm uh, I'm starstruck right now. <laughs> I am, <laughs> this is like it's just a, an honor to have you on the phone lines. I've been a huge fan for so many years, and I'm just it's I'm just blown away right now that I'm even having the opportunity to uh, talk to you right now. But um, yeah. So uh, I guess first things first is like, how was your holidays? How was your New Year's? You know what? Um, New Year's was great. I went to Miami with um, my two best friends uh, and and other friends like um, Alexis Texas, Nikki Bent, and Blair Williams, and we had a crazy time. One, it's Miami on New Year's. Uh, yeah, that was it. Was good. <laughs> I, yeah, anytime you're in Miami on South Beach and you're with the the people that you listed, I mean, yeah, that would be a good time. Um, well, it was fun because, you know, we started and, you know, I'm a OU fan, so my team was there playing even though we lost. So we start, uh, Nikki and I started at the game, then we met up with Alexis and Blair and everything, and then we went to Pete at his party to like 7 a.m. <laughs> it was it was crazy. Yeah, it's a, they say New York is a city that never sleeps. I think Miami is right there next to them. Um, I'm pretty sure Miami, then New York. <laughs> Miami, then New York. It's taken over. New York, you have now been bumped down to second place. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, as I mentioned, you are an AVN Hall of Famer. You are legendary in the adult film business. I mean, you've been you've been in the business for quite a while. Um, I've been but, in it for thirteen and a half years. Yeah, like that's like that's crazy when you stop and you think about it. And like every year that goes by, do you think about wow, like I've been doing this for this long? And like, do you still well, take it as like a, a everyday stride, or is it still kind of like wow, this is what well, I get to you know, do? Well, no, I mean, I love, I love my job. Um, I took two years off because our, the company I used to work for got bought out by people who I hated. And uh, so I took two years off. So I actually just started shooting in 2015. I only shot three movies because, you know, I was kind of hectic and taking a break. But um, you know what? I, I love being back. And so you'll see a lot more from me coming up. Um, I actually finally, after 13 years, did my first anal, which just got released a couple weeks ago, and um, which was totally exciting. Everybody's been waiting for it. You know, I've made them wait for quite some time. Um, and you know what? I'm just having fun. I'm having fun being the new Jules Jordan contract girl. So I love my company now, and Jules Jordan is amazing to work for. And, um, you know, I have a lot more freedom. Now, a lot of people should already know your story, but for those who don't, um, you're originally from Oklahoma? No, I'm originally from Texas, but I moved to Oklahoma my senior year, uh, and I, I was a military brat, so I moved around a lot. So I moved out my senior year, and I stayed here so I could have a place I could call home. Okay, so you spent the most of your, your childhood and teenage years in Texas? No, Texas, California, Kansas, all over the place. My dad's from the military, oh, okay. so, okay, so every you, two you years get I moved. Move a lot. So you, you were all over I the place. I moved every two years. <laughs> Now, what what was life like growing up for you, being in a military family? Was it difficult? Was it, you know, awkward, just moving all around all the time? I mean, the only thing that sucks is moving around all the time. 
because um, it was pointless. Like, once you met friends, it was like, okay, time to go, you know. So the only thing, you know, I don't have lifelong friends, you know, that like a lot of people get to grow up with people and they have that friend they've had since middle school or elementary or whatever. You know, I don't have that. But then I liked it, too, because I moved around everywhere. It taught me to, like, like, like make friends quickly. So I was not, I could not be shy. So I think that kind of helped me be out of my shy shell. I don't actually think I ever was shy, but you know, it just, it helped my social skills. Cause if I ever wanted a friend, cause I had to move all the time, I needed to learn to be like, Hey, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> I don't think you would ever, ever have a hard time making friends with anybody. I never did. I never did. But you know, I mean, when you're the new girl and you're always the new girl, you have all those, girls I hate you because you're the new girl and stuff so I had a little bit of that everywhere I went so that was always fun to start off my new places (laughs) now did you being in a military family did you have a very strict household or were you able to like were your parents pretty laid back yes and no I mean we had strict rules and chores and you know I didn't get to do a lot of things that a lot of people got to do um but I, I wasn't like where it was like military I can't do anything and Oh, 600, you're doing this. And da-da. it was nothing like that. I thought a good childhood. Now, how did the whole porn thing come about? So, I mean, were you always an exhibitionist growing up or were you a rebel or like, how did it come your way? Well, I mean, I'm always a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> I always like to, I always like to break the rules. <laughs> um, you know what is funny is as I was a little girl, I always, I saw my first Playboy magazine. I was like, oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to do this. And everybody's like, no, you're not. Like watch and everything, and then like you know, like at an early age, I never lost my virginity until I was seventeen in my senior year, until my first love, who I ended up marrying, and all that kind of stuff, which is kind of a crazy story. From you thinking somebody doing porn, you're like you got married to the person you lost your virginity. <laughs> like wow. Um, but I was always sexual. Once I lost my virginity, I was like, let's do this. Let's film ourselves. Let's do. This. So I knew I was a very sexual person right away. Like, and even my ex-husband, like, he's like, Jesus Christ, you know, (laughs) like, are you sure this is your first time? Um, And, but then I also knew, you know, I'm pretty smart. So I was like, "Eh, I mean, I want to, I want to do porn. I was like, but, you know, I might want to do it now and change my mind. And once I do it, I'm branded as that. It's going to be hard for me to get another job, you know? Um, so I waited till I was 22, almost 23 years old to do it. And so I did baby steps like working at Hooters and then slowly to bikini modeling, slowly to the Hawaiian tropic girl. And then I skipped stripping and went straight to porn. <laughs> I was like, I'm ready. <laughs> the stripping part is just, it's just, you know, an extra bump in the road. You just went straight for an extra bump, porn. I just went straight. I, I, I skipped a step and went, I just went straight for and, like, it was funny, but, you know, I was smart about it. Like, I, like, came in right away with a contract. So I never did a scene until I was contracted and made my own rules and picked my partner and partners and what I was willing to do on film. Like, I was smart about it. Now, a lot of girls don't really have that luxury of calling the shots when they first get into the business. So... Well, nobody, no, nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> now, how, how were you – were you? Yeah, how were you fortunate enough to to maneuver your way through and say this is what I'm going to do? Because I'm not going to because I'm not going to take a, a no for an answer. It's either you want me bad enough or I'm just not going to do it. And they wanted me bad enough. Like I, you know, I'm not. Like the thing is, is you know, a lot of girls are, are easily pushed around. You know, they don't know better and they think, oh, I'm going to make you a star, but you have to do what I say. And I'm like, no, nah, bullshit. I was like, because nobody's going to make money off me after you make me a star. 
you know, like people who got in the industry and did some scenes and nobody knows about them that all of a sudden another company blows them up and then these people make money off them. I was like, I haven't done anything. There's not even a photo set of me, dude. You know, you have me from scratch, you know. And I was like, and I'm, I was a mom. I was like, and I'm a mom. So either I'm going to have this stuff and it's going to be guaranteed or you can kiss me goodbye. And they were, so they wanted me. So I was very fortunate. Now, how was, how was life growing or how was it having a child and being in the adult business? Um, you know what? I live in Oklahoma, so you can't buy porn here. So it was a little easier, but also it's the Bible belt. So obviously people watch porn, so they, you know, figure it out on the internet um, but mo- most people were so curious about it, you know, they weren't like, you know, of course I had a, a few people, obviously dirty looks and, oh my God, I can't believe you do that and whatever, but I don't care about what people think because are they in my daily life? No. So I don't give a fuck about them. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I put my, I raised my family and I helped my brother raise his kids and they live with me and I, I have two families to take care of. And so I did what I had to do. Plus, I enjoy my job. Like, everybody's like, oh, it's so taboo. Oh, my God, you do porn. Yeah, that's just you watch it. All the people that are even judging us watch it when they're having sex with a partner. So I just, you know, I've always luckily because, you know, like I said, I've moved around a lot. So I was always a new girl. So people want to talk crap about me or working at Hooters or being a bikini model. So I've dealt with it forever. So even with having my kid, you know what I mean? I was like this and they're like, People gave me shit for having a kid young, but they didn't know my situation that I had to have a kid because of my cancer and my endometriosis, and I had to get pregnant. And then the two days after I had I had him two days before I turned 19, and on my 19th birthday, I was in the hospital still getting a hysterectomy. So people don't know my story. So people are always going to judge, and I just don't care. Luckily, like... You know, I have a a hard head. I, I can deal with a lot. You know, but luckily, most people don't judge me it's like so i don't know i mean it's kind of like a strange situation (laughs) now one of the things i always notice is through your instagram and your twitter like you're you're constantly posting pictures with your son and everything so you're you're not you don't like hide him from the outside world but obviously like he knows what you do now how awkward was 16 years old (laughs) yeah now how awkward was it to have that conversation with him and at what point did you decide to say you know what I think it's time we're going to talk about this or like well, or just kind of like one of those things where he knew and you didn't really need no, to talk. What I had to do was everybody kept coming at me, calling me Jesse. And obviously that's not my real name. Um, and so I would get away with it while he was little, little. I was like, Oh, I must look like some girl named Jesse. Ha ha ha. You know? And then he got a little bit older. Like it was time for him to be in seventh grade, you know, where it starts junior high here everything so I was like okay and then like we were stopped at Six Flags and this one guy would not stop and I was like oh my god you know because I had my niece and my friends and daughters at the time and then my son and I was like dude what is your problem so I you know the seventh grade talk you know and I was like okay so I I let him know you know because I have my Playboy shows and I've done the cover of Playboy I was like okay so mama has to talk to you about what she really does and I slowly let him into it so there were steps so he was eased into it. I was like, Mama does Playboy, not just a magazine, on TV. So at some point, your friends or anybody at your school can see your mom naked. And he was like, okay. And everything. So I let him that. And then right before he started his freshman year, we went into, I was like, okay, Mom does porn. And he's like, Mom, I already know. 
<laughs> I was like, what do you think about it? He's like, I don't care. <laughs> He's like, can I go it play video games of, now? <laughs> it was kind of really easy, a really easy talk, but I think me transitioning it just little by little, you know, while he was younger, just it wasn't like a big, big surprise, you know, and wasn't having to let him be caught off guard with somebody telling him first or showing him, you know, because little by little, like he started, you know, he's obviously too young in elementary. So seventh grade, I was like, oh, okay, the way the way kids learn things these days, I was like, okay, it's time to at least tell you a little mm-hmm. everything. So I ease him into it and everything. So, I mean, it was really fine. We're like, we're really close. So I think maybe if we weren't close or something, it might be awkward. But we have such a close relationship, you know. There's a but, unique like, bond between a mother and a son. So yeah, and you can't deny this child either, because if anybody has seen your son, like you split an image of you, like you cannot. Oh, I know. Say he is not <laughs> your child. <laughs> I know. He's just he's like seriously a spitting image of me. It's so funny. All it's all the girls love him. He has a cute little girlfriend though. I call him my baseball couple. But all my even my friends, they're like girl your son i'm like yes hush i know he's cute but he's still my son so i don't need to hear it from you (laughs) so uh, you've been in the business like you said for 13 years took some time Mm -hmm. off and what is something that you've noticed from when you first started in the business that you see has changed a lot now today oh so much so much the industry is like shrunk because of the internet the free internet has killed our industry so it's like gotten smaller and smaller, which is crazy. Uh, uh, what else? You know, just, I mean, everything's turning into like camming and stuff like that. And nobody's buying DVDs anymore. So it's all web and it's all different. It's like, it's, it's different to watch. And I don't know. I mean, it's sad from when I got in 13 years ago to what it is now. Now, luckily I've been pretty fortunate, you know, um, and things are still going good. And it is for a few of us. But it's sad to watch because I watched some girls that come into this industry that have potential that they could have been a star. You know what I mean? They could have been something. And the way the industry works, there, there's no way, you know? Now, a lot, of pe- a lot of people put you in their, like, top five all-time adult film stars. Like, I know. Did, I, I, what, how does that feel to be in that, like, that high category of so many other greats? Like, is it still something that you're – you're just mind no, I, blown away or no? no? No, I love it. You know, I came in the industry, you know, I have high expectations of myself. So I came in the industry to be the best and set my mind on doing it. And, you know, I had the, the right people backing me, marketing me and the right team. And then I just have amazing fans that let me. And I also got into the industry right at the right time when people still had to buy DVDs to make a star. So you had to buy stuff to know who somebody was. So I got really, like, I just got in really at the right time. I had the right people, you know, helping me and marketing me. And, I I mean, obviously, it's clear in my videos. I love what I do, and I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> but And and then, like I said, I my fans have been great. So, you know, it, it, I mean, it's just, it's just so, it's flattering. You know what I mean? It's like, it's still flattering to me 13 years later. But I'm like, I'm humbled by it. You know, I'm not, like, caught up and... You know, you, you, I'm not the person that would believe my own hype. When people say something to me, I still blessed. I'm like, oh, thanks, <laughs> you know, you know. But I mean, I mean, I love it. Well, I have to say, I mean, there was a re- there, there was a reason that I wanted it, and I got what I wanted. I have to say, I probably own roughly like 20 of your DVDs, 
that I've, I've gathered over the years, and Uh-oh. I got—I I bet you one of them's pirate. <laughs> I do, yes, and I, that's <laughs> that's like honestly, I—it's I, probably one of my favorites just for the cover alone, because it's just it's just like from because I I, I I moonlight as a graphic designer, and I'm looking at the cover, and I'm just like, wow, this is like so awesome. Um, but the, but the guy, but you know what it is? That movie has a cult following. That was literally a one of a kind in our industry and nothing's been done like that before. And it just, you know, that's when porn was still big, you know, you bought it. still, and it just changed everything about porn. It was like the CGI effects and the money that went into it. And we had a real boat and the costume, the wardrobe, the makeup, everything about it. And people really like, we had sword fighting lessons. Like, you know, everybody had to put their all to make something different in history. And honestly, can I tell you, I think that's what branded me forever because people eight years later are still buying the first pirates. And I have people still quoting me lines from the movie. It's crazy. Well, the good thing about it is, is that it's, it's like a piece of artwork, you know, it's not, you see, it is, it's a really, there's nothing, there's nothing like this. Anybody that's come into the industry trying to make big movies like us, there's just nothing close. It's like, you can't, repeat something like what we we created like the you know our director you know every every like anything that they put into it and made everybody realize who was going to be in that movie that they had to give 200 percent to get across and make history important like so everybody like everybody even our extras we had amazing everything our editors our anybody like it, it took the whole team. Everybody was such an important piece to that movie, and it worked. I mean, literally. Like, we we had college – we made national news because colleges were having pirate viewing parties, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and it was, like, causing, like, like a scene. And this, this, I don't know. I mean, I don't even remember. There was so much stuff that went on in the movie, like, and the people of the real pirates of the Caribbean getting caught in Hustler buying the pirate porno because <laughs> they're like, oh. And we were the first porno that got cut into a rated R and rented in Blockbuster Video when that stuff was around. <laughs> so I, I would guess that's probably your favorite movie to have shot. No, absolutely not. You, now, everybody thinks that's my favorite movie because it did so well, but it's not. My favorite movie, okay, I like the Island Fever series because we just went to Bora Bora and there was no lines, you just had sex and mm-hmm. it was fun. But my favorite movie, because I... I feel like I had to take this character home for four months. My favorite movie was Fighters because I couldn't just act. It wasn't an acting thing. Like, I had to become a boxer, so I actually had to take it home. Like, I had to become that character at home, and they gave me four months to prep, and I had to box for two hours a day and then wait list because I had to put on the weight. I had to actually look like I knew how to box, so I had to train with boxing trainers. And then I had a course to cut and look muscly, which is something nobody asks a porn star to do. Yeah, you can know? grow some muscles. Can we get you some HGH? Yeah, can you grow some muscles and put some weight on, like, you know, and learn how to fucking fight? Like, I had to take that home. So I was, like, eating chicken and, and egg whites and all I was doing that to wear. And then I was working out so much. I, like, ripped up and gained the weight and, like, like learned how to box and – I put so much into it that when I was like, before we started shooting, like I remember being at home and I was like, 
God, I just need, I'm so weak today. I just want some tortillas. I just need some kind of bread. <laughs> my brother, my brother was like, so eat a damn tortilla. You are working out like crazy. I was like, I can't, I have my biggest bite. And he was like, seriously, it's a movie and you're cut. You can eat a fucking pizza right now. And I think you're okay. <laughs> and like, I got into it and it was so good for me. Like, because I used to be so stick thin because Hollywood wanted you so stick thin. So I got so stick thin. It was so hard to keep up with. So I also think that they gave me that role because they wanted me to put some weight on. And now that I do it, like years later, I still box. Like I put that, I won best actress in that movie. Like I was ripped. My arms were crazy cut. I, like I look back at it. I was like, dang, <laughs> shit. I really, cause you know, you look at yourself every day. So you don't, you're like, I don't see it, you know? You know, I see a little difference, but it's not so crazy. And then I look at the video, like, I was like, Jesus Christ, okay. <laughs> now, what type of scenes do you enjoy shooting the most? Is there was a, a style that you like doing the most? Did you enjoy doing I this? like to be, no, I just like to be rough and, I like to just fuck. And I don't want <laughs> somebody positioning me or telling me how I have to do it. I want you to say action and let me go and you figure out the angle where, that you need to get the camera to see what you need to see. <laughs> so you can just I, go fact, all I, day and just shoot as much content and then let them do the editing 100%, later. 100%. <laughs> I'm crazy. That's what any, anybody that works with me, what's funny is any guy that works with me who are like the, the top guys, they're like, uh-oh, it's a Jesse scene. Here we go. She's crazy. <laughs> they're like, we got, it. we got our work cut out for her. And then any girl, because I'm very dominant with girls, Every girl wants to work with me, but yet they're afraid to work with me. They're like, I want to work with her so bad. Oh, my God, she might hurt me. And I'm like, I'm rough with a girl, but I'm not trying to, like, beat you up. Like, I'm rough in a playful way. Like, and the thing is, is the girls come at me, <laughs> and I love it. Because <laughs> girls come at me knowing how rough I am. And a girl, they come and start the scene, especially if you're new. Oh, sweetheart, you need to watch out. You need to do your research a girl will come up to me and slap at me really hard to begin the scene or try to choke me right away. And I'm like, and I do my evil laugh because I'm evil. Like, cause I know, I'm like, bitch, you're about to go down. And you don't know so what you just started. I'm like, I was going to be easy at first and then it was going to go that way, but shit. All right. So I do my evil laugh. Everybody sees it. Everybody laughs. They're like, Oh, Oh no. <laughs> and I start doing my evil laugh and then within a second my hands take your throat and you're on the ground and everything. And I still am playful. I still have fun with it because I think it's fun. I don't mind getting slapped and I like people being rough, but I'm like, oh, that's how you're going to start it, sweetheart? No, 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 no. I was like, oh, that's cute. You're new. Okay. <laughs> I was like, but let me show you who's the dom. <laughs> let me show you who the boss is now. <laughs> I'm going to show you who's the boss and it's not you. <laughs> well, I was going to say that you, you mentioned how you, you turn into like this evil or that you don't even turn into it. You just admit that you are. I don't even evil. know what happened. I'm not going to lie. When they say action, I kind of just turn into this. I don't know. You're like possessed. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what I say. I don't even know what I say. Like, I don't even know what to say. Sometimes I don't even know what I do. And I've noticed when, like, people make me watch back my scene sometimes, I get this evil look in my eye. And I'm like, what is that? Oh, my God. You took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say, the one thing that I love, and I think a lot of other people can relate to this and say that they love about your scenes is because you get this look in your eyes. And then you just have, like, that devilish smile. And you're just like, she's going in for the kill. And it's just, it to me personally, that's like why I adore you so much. I'm like, I, I tell people all the time, I'm like, well, Jesse, I'm so smitten by you. 
And then when I see these scenes, I'm just like, because you can see that real emotion in it. You're like, she really is like, loves getting fucked. And it's not like, it doesn't I feel do. fake. I'm feel- such a like, little horn dog. But you want to know what's funny? I think it's like my innocent act. Like, if you look at me, they're like, oh, she's so cute and sweet. And I turn into this monster. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, rawr. Well, I met you a couple years ago at Exotica in New Jersey. And I was just like, I was just blown away because I was like, you are, like I said, you're genuine. You're who you are, who you portray yourself on film. And you were totally I cool. Much, I, I, I mean, I think it's too much to try to play a character. Like I don't have time for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> the best characters I'm are the ones that are me. close to yourself. You know, that's the, you know, when you, when you play a character, it's loosely close to who you are in real life. It comes off so much better. And, uh, I just have to say that you're one of the few people that I can say that I just really can tell that you love what you do. Um, I do. I love it. I mean, who doesn't love sex? Especially good sex. Hey. Who, who doesn't love sex with Jesse? You know, I mean, come like, on, let's be honest. Hey, I've had no complaints. Not <laughs> one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, you, you just you just released the, uh, the anal scene. Um, and yes, what, okay, let me t- kind of break it down you. for us and let us know what, what okay. can we expect other than a tickling so first, in your ass. For my first anal scene, it's called Face of an Angel, Mind of a Devil by Jules Jordan. And <laughs> let me tell you something. I'm not going to lie. I don't do it in my personal life. I've tried it with boyfriends or husbands, whatever. I've tried it because I'm down to try everything with a new person, you know, because you might like it with that person that you didn't like it with another person. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'm always down. So I'm not going to lie. I was like, damn, okay, I want to do it for my fans. It's been so long. It's going to shock everybody. I need something with a shock value. So um, so everybody I was asking around, like, who's a good first person to work anal who's going to be easy with me? Because most people know my scenes and they're crazy. And then so many people have wanted my ass for so long. I was like, I don't want somebody that's going to tear up my ass the first time and then I'll never do it again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, I need somebody that going to do a good scene but it's going to be easy with me because i don't do it in my personal life people you know? are trying to get back at you now <laughs> yeah and it, well no it's not like that it's just people have wanted my ass so bad i'm like i don't know what the big deal is what is the big deal and everything so um so they told me mcblue and i was like okay well i you know meg's one of my favorite performers i work with him a lot for the throughout the years i haven't worked with a lot of guys i usually work with the same handful of guys and so I was, I had to prep myself. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I was fucking nervous. I was calling my friend Kirsten Price, Bonnie Run. I'm like, help me with pointers. I'm freaking out, <laughs> you know? And then, um, so the day that it happened, um, you know, I, of course, I'm, I'm not supposed to say this, but I had a little bit of tequila because I was like, I am way too nervous. <laughs> and, and so they were like, I don't, I don't see it. You go hide and do it. So I did my tequila and then I got a toy because everybody's like, use a toy and just put it in you and like help you just relax to it. I was like, okay, well, the difference between a toy and a big fat dick is going to be different. <laughs> They're like, yes, but it's going to like let you relax. So I had to use this toy, and I just kept it in me. I was like, I'm holding this in my asshole. And then, like, I was trying to relax. I was like, y'all need to give me 10 minutes before my scene so I can start, like, fucking myself with it. (laughs) Because, obviously, it's not just going to sit in there, you know? So I was like, I need to, like, get it going, right? And so I was doing that, and I felt a little bit more comfortable. So they're like, okay, we're ready. So I was like, oh, my fucking God. I'm still nervous as shit, (laughs) you know? I was like, okay, okay. 
And so he's like, Mick was great with me. Mick was awesome. So he slowly went in. And I was like, oh, I'm actually relaxed. So he slipped in. Well, obviously, it's way bigger than the toy everything. So he slipped in and slow. And he's like, let's let it sit here for a minute and let you relax to me, you know, so we can get used to it. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but I was like at ease because I was like, okay wait, it's in here. You know, the toy helps me. I am actually more relaxed, you know, because I tried to do it before and I couldn't do it. I was like, I'm not relaxed. So I was like, okay, okay. You know, I got this. So, you know, and then so he started fucking me slow. And I was like, okay, I got this. And then out of nowhere, I turned it into my devil possessed Jesse. And then I, like I said, I don't even know what I said until I saw some of the reviews. And then I was like, fuck my ass harder. <laughs> I was like, fucking anal plow. I have no idea. Like I said, I just like went over. There was only one position I didn't like that I was like, I like buried my head in the couch. And then I was like trying to tap him. I'm like, yeah, let's move on. Nope, nope, nope. I'm like, I don't like this one. <laughs> Um, and it was great. And then when I was done, I was like, so <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. I was so proud of myself. Cause I knew I fucking rocked that shit <laughs> that I like when we were done, I was like, how'd you like that? How'd you like that? They were like, that was great. I was like, I know, I know. I was like, mm-hmm. and then I was like calling all my friends. I did my first anal and I was awesome at it. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like so proud of it. Like I was just all smiley the whole day. And then later my asshole was hurting. I was like, oh, my ass is hurting, but that's okay because I rocked it. And then, you know what? Like, honestly, um, it came out a couple weeks ago and I'm just so like happy. Cause I was like wondering how people would say like how I did, you know, cause I'm known for great teams. So I was like, Oh my God, what if I'm not good enough? So I got nervous and I usually don't read reviews cause I don't give a shit, you know, mm-hmm. but I was, I was really was curious about my first angle and like, I got such great reviews on it. And then a lot of people are like, man, she, for her first scene, she's taking it better than some of the anal pros. So I was like extra proud of it. And now you want to know why everybody wanted your ass? Because everything you touch is like magic. It's like instant well, now, gold. Now I ain't gonna lie, that's not gonna happen a lot. Because, <laughs> I mean, that scene was great, but it's still an anal scene, and I'm not gonna give it up too much. And just like, I have nothing against it, but that's gonna be a rare occasion. Because, like I said, I mean, I rocked that scene. I was fucking proud of it. But, like, my asshole hurting for two days after, no, that's not so fun. Like, I have a tiny pussy, and I can take big dick and do two, three things in a day, I am, which I haven't done in a while. I usually do one now with my new company. Um, we only do one. You know, but I used to have to do two scenes a day and could take it, a small pussy with a big dick. Like, it's super small. Some people feel uncomfortable with it. If they only saw a picture of it, they're like, whoa. <laughs> they're like, is that, is that legal? Everything. <laughs> But I could take it, and I was never sore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So my asshole was like, eh. I mean, it's not my favorite thing. Did I rock it? Yes. Do I love it? No. <laughs> <laughs> now, what is um, what's still something you want to do in the business that you haven't quite done? I mean, you waited so long to do anal. What is the next big thing that everybody can, like, get their hopes well, up my for? Well, fr- my second movie was um, my before my third movie, which is the anal. I did my first boy-boy-girl, which I had done. Um Honestly, I'm not going to lie, you know, if it's going to, I'm not going to do gang bangs, you know, or blow bangs. It doesn't interest me. It's not my thing. So I'm not going to do that. So I feel like I've done as much as I'm going to do, you know? Mm-hmm. So I fun, did anal. I did boy, boy, girl, you know, um, I've already, already, I've done, I would love to do another order. <laughs> now, with how- that, I've only got to do one 
and um, there was so much going on. I loved it. So I wouldn't mind doing another one of those. Now, is there a preference or somebody that you would like to work with, even if it um... – I know you say you only work with a handful of people, but is there someone that you haven't worked with yet that you're kind of like, I would still like to work with that person? Well, you know, like I don't work with a lot of guys. I've probably worked with the same five guys for my whole career. And I, if there's a new guy, I've added him. And usually usually a new guy that works with me, they're too intimidated. So the scene kind of sucks because they get intimidated by working with me, even if they've worked with a lot of people. So I just really don't add guys. I like the same guys. I have an attraction to them. We make great scenes. Um, so guy-wise, I mean, I mean, unless there's some new people, not really. Um, uh, girl-wise, there's girls that come in and out. I don't know their names. I usually don't care. I I, I couldn't tell you half the girls <laughs> I saw now in the industry. I mean, and that's not me trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be mean. I fucked a lot of. I fucked more girls than I have in the industry, obviously, than guys. Um, girls come and go, and unless you're a memorable scene or my friend, I don't know you. There's too many girls that come in and out. It's hard to remember. It's not me being mean. It's just like the truth. It's hard for me to remember. And if I fucked you like when I first started, honey. It's been over 13 years. Like, I fucked a million girls since then. <laughs> so is there a, new, a girl that I haven't worked with? I know Brianna Banks has come back in the industry. I wouldn't mind doing a scene with her. I think we'd be hot together. Um, I got to work with some of the girls, you know, with my new stool sword and stuff that I hadn't worked with before, so they're off my list. So, I mean, I'm sure there's a couple girls I want to work with, but I just don't know who. <laughs> Well, I can definitely speak for these guys that are intimidated because I said the first time I met you, I was like so starstruck and so nervous. And even before this podcast, I was I was sitting there DMing you on Twitter and I'm like, I'm so fucking nervous. Like, I'm going to throw up. Like, why? <laughs> I, I'm just like I said, you you are like one of the the greatest to have ever done it. And that's not to blow your head up and, you know, gas you up or anything, but you God, are... God, are you just trying to blow me? <laughs> up, that is. <laughs> but no, I mean, seriously, like, you're one of my all-time favorites. And just, like I said, it's it's still, you know, a surreal moment right now that I'm talking to you. So I could definitely vouch for these guys that were intimidated because it's like, yeah, it's, it's Jesse Jan. Like, I get, no, I get it. I, I get the whole intimidation thing, especially if you're new to work with me and I'm crazy, like... I do a crazy scene, like, I'm going to fucking eat you alive. Like, I'm like a predator, and they're my prey. Like, I mean, I give it also. I know you can be intimidated, especially if you don't do this. Like, I don't know. I mean, I get it, I guess, you know, because, like, I'm not saying it because it's me. I'm just saying because the style that I am. Like, you better be able to take a woman being aggressive, too, and just be more aggressive back, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I'm aggressive. I get what I want. I know exactly what I'm going for. I'm going to get it. I'm going to fucking do it good. <laughs> like, I'm going to eat you alive. Now, what is... what is? But a... you're going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. Well, that was going to lead to my next question is, what is what is your social life like? Like, being so aggressive and alpha female. Um, <laughs> like how, like how, funny. How is how is dating life like? I don't, I'm not dating right now because I don't want to. I just got out of a relationship and I'm so overdue. Um, so I hang out with my girlfriends a lot. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I meet somebody, like whatever, like I have a, like a random and he's hot or like my to-go. I have some guys that I've dated before that I keep on rotation. Um, <laughs> like I just don't really care to date anyway right now. And I'm pretty aggressive. So, but like guys come at me with like such corny fucking shit that 
and I'm such a dude. Okay, so the problem is, is I'm a tomboy. Okay, so that's why I have a lot of guy friends, and guys get along with me really good because I like sports. I pick up tricks like a dude. Like it's, I think I was meant to be a dude. No joke. So it's kind of hard to come up with me. So when you come up with me with fucking corny shit or stuff that you blow up other girls' asses that they all fall for it, and they're like, oh, yeah, it doesn't work for me. I hang out with dudes. I know all that fucking bullshit. So I'm going to look at you like you're retarded. And we're like, dude, okay, go away. I'm hanging out with my friends. Like, run along. <laughs> now, do, do so, the normal guys come up to you, though, or just they, like does everybody recognize yeah. who you are? No, dude, people know me, and they try, or they try to – or the guys that come up to me thinking because I'm a porn star, I'm automatically going to switch with you. Yeah, good luck. Dude, like, oh, like, good luck, good luck, nice try. I don't think so. That's cute. You know, I don't know. I like right now. I'm in such in a good place of not dating anybody. You know what I mean? And just having sex in my movies right now, and um, it's just it's just working for me. So every once in a while, I find a a random like whatever. I hook up, but I just don't want to talk to them after. I'm like, I'm using you for sex. Just know that, like. I would not. I don't be even want to know your number after. <laughs> like, and and I'm pretty, I'm pretty. Like, do you want to know what's funny? Is most guys are used to girls being like, oh, I don't want anything, no, 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 and that's not a lie. And girls like flip on them, and they do. Guys like love that I say that because they think I'm fucking with them, and then when they see that I mean it, then guys are all over my ass. They're like, but 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 I'm like, no, dude, I fucking told you. <laughs> like, I don't want anything from you. And Fuck like, them and shock them. They're like, you just, just, but maybe let's go to dinner. I'm like, no. <laughs> Let me, let's go hang out and do something. Let me take you out. No. Why? Because I told you, I don't want to date anybody. I used you for sex. You were cool with it then. I'm like, you're just mad because I actually fucking meant it. <laughs> and it. See, and I don't know why these guys, I'd be like, well, I wouldn't be offering dinner or something. Like, can we just fuck again? Like, has anybody ever I tried think- that? <laughs> No, because like I okay, so can I tell you I have this one guy that he was my fuck buddy. So every time I broke up with a boyfriend, um, I could call him and he was the only one that was so cool that could do it. He would literally come on like come over. He would fuck me and when we were done, he'd clean up, he'd walk out my door and I'd walk into my living room. It was perfect. Like I didn't have to talk to him. He got it. He didn't fucking bother me. He knew his role. Like, he, I could call him, and when I called him, he'd come over and fuck me. Like, every time I broke up with a boyfriend, I've had him for a few years. Like, this guy, he's always been around when I broke up with boyfriends to come fuck me. It was awesome, but then he moved. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it, because, like, any, like, anybody else, they get too, like, attached. I'm like, dude, like, I was like, I am giving you the ultimate role. You literally come fuck me. I don't want anything from you. I don't want to date you. We don't have to go out on a date. In fact, I don't want to fucking talk to you. Like, <laughs> you don't even have to spend money on her. She just wants to fuck. Like, well, that's like know, everybody's dream. I'm like, I just want to use you for sex. <laughs> <laughs> like, why can't you be okay with that? <laughs> now, like I, like I was asking, is but do you have people who, like guys that approach you that don't know who you are? Or are you just at this point where everybody knows who you are? And knows no, what you do. I don't have anybody. No, most people know what I do. It's a very rare occasion if somebody doesn't. Like some people try to play it off. Oh, so oh, you do? And I'm like, I look at their face. I'm like, dude, you know damn well who I am. I saw it the way you asked me and looked at me before you were pointing and talking to me before you had the guts to come up. Like, like just don't just own up to it. Fuck, you know. Now you mentioned. I was like, and I, go what? Ahead. No, go ahead. 
No, I was going to say, you mentioned that you, you're, you're this tomboy and you're into sports and everything. So um, do guys try to kind of like backdoor their way in, like try to use like the sports, you know, like, oh, we're bros. You no, know what I mean? but you know what? You know what sucks is that this is what sucks, that I have some guy friends, you know, it's like I was married first with some of those guy friends, you know what I mean? So they were always around and they knew they're like, they were just friends. So like when I got, once I got divorced and stuff that they tried to like slowly move into maybe something else and then it makes it weird. So I've lost a couple of good friends because guys like try to do that and they're like, Oh, but we always hang out and we watch go to sports sports together or we watch ESPN together. And nah, nah, nah. like, maybe we should take it to the next step. I'm like, Nope. We shouldn't because we are such good friends. <laughs> it's going to ruin it. And so, you know, I've lost a lot of friends and or people have tried it. But, like, honestly, I call people's bullshit pretty fast. And I think, can I, and it's not because I'm such a hard ass. Of course, I want to find, like, somebody that I get along with. But everybody always ends up being an asshole or they're not who they are or they have some kind of problem. And then it comes my problem. And because their problem starts affecting us or their problem starts hurting me, and and they can't control it and so I think I just have such a guard you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so it's not that I don't want to find it it's like I read through people's bullshit really fast and then I kind of like right now I enjoy just you know when I'm home hanging out with the kids and hanging out with my friends going to the movies working out you know going to the OU games or going to the Thunder games (laughs) you know I have my own thing and I'm happy with it because Nobody can just bring me down, you know, and I'm not interested in dating somebody and it's just working for me. It's a lot less stress and a lot less drama. Now, you mentioned you go to a lot of the OU games and you, you know, go to Thunder games. Um, Have you you always been just like this sports fanatic or is this something that you just kind of grew into? I've played sports since I was a kid. And I love sports, and I have always followed sports, and I just, I love, I just love it. Like, I mean, I just don't get how people don't. Because <laughs> you, you like, could always see. Like, it's funny, see... my, my friends come over, and my my channel is always on 29 ESPN. And unless you... I'm watching movies, and unless it's ESPN's doing the repeat, you know, and I'm like, okay, I already watched this, I'm over it. And then, then I watch movies. <laughs> No, I was going to say, because you always see you post some pictures at the OU games and uh, Oklahoma City Thunder games. And um, I, I talked to you just a little bit at Exotica this past year. I was talking to you about, you know, like, how how do you feel about Billy Donovan now being with the Thunder? Do you think it was a good move or? Oh, I'm just not going to comment on that. <laughs> what, 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 do you, what do you got to do to keep, um, keep uh, KD there next year so he doesn't leave? Well, you know, money's always talked. Money always talks and everything. The thing is, is I feel like, and I think he kind of knows it. I think they just know they need to get the raise. And the thing is, is he's such a big player here. And that if he goes anywhere else, it's not going to be the same. And as big as for him, and I think he knows that. His star quality is because he came here and it's huge here. You know, Oklahoma made them. Like Sonics weren't nothing before. Nobody even heard of the Sonics, let's just be honest. You know, they come here, they get the city to back them and this, and they made them the stars that they are, you know. So they need, they need to offer more money because he is who he is. You know, he was like the Kobe to the Lakers, you know what I mean? Now, do, if the Thunder came to you and said, Jesse, we want you to be like our, our recruiter to keep KD here, and you had him in a room, locked in a room together, what would you say to him? 
to convince him to stay and not. Or what him. would I do to him? Hey. <laughs> or what would you do to him? <laughs> I'd just rather not say that. <laughs> Some unmentionable thing. <laughs> I, I mean, you'd be totally down for that? Like, do you have, like, celebrity crushes if that you're like... that's what I have to do to keep him here? Yes. <laughs> I, that is my job to Oklahoma City. <laughs> so, Oklahoma City Thunder. Any representatives from the team, if you're listening, Jesse will fuck Kevin Durant to keep him here. So she's yes. willing to offer her services to him. <laughs> I will offer my services to keep him here. And you offer your bank account. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So it's a win-win, you know? Um, yeah. but, uh, but like I said, do you have like a celebrity crush? Is there anybody? A hundred percent. Who doesn't? <laughs> Angelina Jolie is my all-time favorite for girls. Mm-hmm. I love Amber Heard. And my guy crush, and nobody beats him. Sorry, is Channing Tatum. Duh. Now, what did you think of his lip sync battle? Oh, my God. That was epic. That was like the best. Do you know I keep watching that on YouTube? Because <laughs> let me tell you, and it wasn't even because of him. His wife, who's so hot. She is. She is fucking hot. Mic <laughs> so damn good. It was like I was, well, I was dying laughing. I was like, damn, she is good. So that lip sync battle, I'm sorry, was all her. Was all Jenna Dewan. <laughs> There's a vine too. somewhere. I was seeing. There was a vine on Twitter, and it's just, it's just like the six seconds of her just gyrating, grinding the floor, and I'm just like, all right, yeah, you can have Magic Mike. I just want to watch this six second clip just loop over and over. <laughs> yeah, she. Oh, it was great. Now, so Shannon Tatum, um, and Angelina Jolie. Now, in a a perfect scene, you could direct your own scene here with them and yourself. How would it go? That I fucked the shit out of both of them, or if they wanted to do whatever they wanted and I had to finally be a submissive, I would be submissive for them. So it's not like pirates. It's not a whole lot of dialogue and special effects. It's just you're just going to get right down to it. No, I don't want to talk to them. I think we've had made this clear throughout this podcast. She's not she's not willing to talk to anybody. <laughs> I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to fuck. I just want to fuck. You know what I mean? So you're just the ultimate. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> there really isn't. I mean, like I said, I, I mean, I'm you're totally laughing down. and saying it like there's something wrong with it. But really, there's not. If I could find a perfect woman, if I could find a woman who looks like you, who's just down to fuck DTF all day every day, I'm 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 happy. I could die a happy man. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, there, you are very kind. There aren't many of you out there. So um, thank you, and God bless you for that. Um, <laughs> so one of the things I want to mention is that you're going to be at AVN at the end of the month, or I guess like next week, right? Um, so what can people expect Yeah, I from leave Tuesday. AVN? I can't believe it's that close. It's so weird. I'm Usually I'm prepared for it. But I don't have all my outfits. I definitely don't have my red carpet outfit. And you know what? For some reason, I'm not freaking out about it yet. I don't know why. I think I might panic there. <laughs> but, like, it's going to be fun. Avian's fun for us. Now, are you currently nominated for anything this year? I'm assuming you're probably nominated for millions of awards oh, every year. Yes. I'm nominated this year, finally, because I finally started shooting again. My first movie that came out with Jules Jordan, Alpha Female, is nominated for a lot of shit. <laughs> See, uh, people that didn't pick up on it when I called her the alpha female there. So that was that was, that's what I was hinting at, if anybody didn't pick up on that. Um, now, one of the cool things is when I met you at um, Exotica, um, you have the, the photos. And I really love this photo. This, is, this goes to show you how 
awesome Jesse is because you have this photo, and I don't know how they did it, but it's kind of like it's that one that has like the glossy but matte finish together on it. Like, you know yeah, what I'm talking about? Yeah, the glossy bit was on the one side. And yeah. Yeah. I fucking love this photo. I had to get like a frame that was like one of those floating frames so you could see both sides of it. It's the <laughs> o- it's the only picture in my studio that like literally is like I had to get like a little hinge made for it so that you could like flip it. It's like one of those poster displays at Walmart. You just kind of flip through it so you could kind of flip it back and forth and see both sides of it. But um, fans can get pictures with you and autographs at AVN, right? Uh, yes, they can. All right, so you'll be at AVN doing photos, autographs, pictures, and uh, let everybody know where they can find you at on social media and all the internet stuff. The well, the you can right find ways. me on Instagram at sexy Jesse J. You can find me on Twitter at Jesse the Jesse J. There you have it. So, anything you want the fans to know before you get out of here? I love you guys. Thank you for the support over the years, and keep watching me because I got some new stuff coming out that you won't want to miss. Well, I thank you again for giving me this huge honor and pleasure of having you on the podcast. Like I said, I'm smitten by you. I can't say it enough. I I, I told you on Twitter, I was like, if I needed a, another fucking reason to tell you how much I love you, um, it's now. So I'm total geek uh-huh. boy mode, and I just adore you, and I can't thank you enough for this opportunity. So, um, yeah, thank you again. Anything we can do for thank- you, just let us know. All right, thank you. All right, have a great night. Bye, you too. All right, bye-bye. Hey, it's Jesse Jane, and you're listening to Mixmaster B on MMB Radio.